let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 website for details. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Chlorinated water is for swimming, not drinking or bathing. Cities add chlorine to Hetch Hetchy water, causing dry skin and hair. This is Claire Beverly, and I want to tell you about LifeSource Water Systems, the solution to your water worries. A LifeSource system filters your water from every tap, reducing the harsh taste and feel of chlorine and giving you softer skin and hair without maintenance. No salt filters or servicing. Call 888-712-4279 for a free consultation or visit LifeSourceWater.com. LifeSource, taste and feel the difference yeah if you're just coming around to the show today uh they caught those two that fled the alabama prison that is the murdering inmate and his corrections officer accomplice they were caught they're alive in the state of indiana after a police chase there was reports that she may have suffered some sort of an injury whether it's a self-inflicted gunshot wound or something from the police chase i I do not know okay now, we're going to turn to Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI. Another body's been found in Lake Mead. Yeah, and she, uh, yeah, we've confirmed she shot herself, so. Oh, she did? Okay. Yeah, the end of the chase. Uh, do, we, seri- uh, do we know where? Uh, no, uh, but she's seriously injured. So the, uh, the, the marshals were, uh, were in hot pursuit. They, uh, they rammed the vehicle in some way. There was a crash. Uh, he was arrested. All isn't he like seven feet tall? <laughs> Close. Uh, he's really, really tall. Um, and then uh, she shot herself somewhere seriously. So probably somewhere in the, either the head or the the uh, biggest body mass area in the the chest. And uh, she's uh, hospitalized right now. So anyway, on the uh, the body found another one at Lake Mead. And uh, here we got to bring this back again. Bring back the the Godfather. A little bit of mob uh, mentality here that. Uh, so there was a guy last week that we talked about that was found in a barrel, 
shot. Uh, they think he had been there since the 70s or 80s based on his shoes and uh, when they were from. Maybe a mob dump. They think right. uh, possibly that that may be what it is. And police said that there are going to be more bodies, that, that more are going to be found. And the Rangers said, well, yeah, they, there have been uh, people who have been dumped there. There have been drownings. There have been plane crashes, suicides. So the water level on Lake Mead still going down uh, in the drought. Only took a week, but another one has been found. This one not in a barrel, but two sisters, Lindsay and Lynette Melvin, they were out on a paddle boat on Saturday snorkeling. I don't know who does that in a reservoir, but anyway, they were snorkeling. Wait, wait, wait a second. What, what kind of fish are you going to see Yeah, I would think, what, like bass and trout that, uh, that are going to be in there? <laughs> I don't know what they've got stocked, uh, what they've got in there, but, but they were snorkeling. I, I'm told the people do this in reservoirs to find things. And uh, and they apparently they bingo they found something. This is jackpot. Um, yeah, bones in a jaw, teeth uh, still in it in a uh, on a sandbar that used to be well underwater. Now uh, out in the exposed sun, it dried out. It was sticking out. And they said this. We had to keep questioning ourselves if this was really real or not. Are you sure that's not sheep? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not sheep. Pretty clear it was an animal. Pretty clear it'd been there for a long time. So sunken down in the dirt. Um, somebody decomposed there, and uh, now it's all bones. We kind of kept digging around it. We thought it was bighorn sheep at first, and as we discovered more and more bones, um, especially the jawbone, we realized this is definitely human. The jawbone's connected to the... Uh, How many of the bones? Um, yeah, Las Vegas police, uh, they're saying that unlike the first one where the uh, the guy had been shot, stuffed into a barrel, that one was clearly murder unless somebody got very creative in the way that they died, that um, that with this one there's nothing indicating foul play, so the, the Park Service is going to investigate unless something comes up that indicates it's murder, then LVMPD homicide will take over. But they have no idea how long the body's been there, who it is, how they died, ton of possibilities. And um, I wonder how many cold cases of disappearances or suspected murders there are in Las Vegas. Oh, and how many they never knew about. Yes. Yeah. They just it was never reported to police. And you think of the, the mob time. And that's the thing. So, yeah, the, the cops are saying there, there are going to be more as the water level goes down. Maybe more uh, murder victims that have been dumped from the, the mob days of Vegas. This newest one, though, I think they're going to have a tough time on it. There's not a lot left. A um, couple of molars, that's about it, from the pictures that the uh, the sisters showed us. So maybe they'll get a dental match or maybe a little DNA off the bones. But if this is from, I mean, the, the reservoir's been there for 90 years. This right. is just a little bit of a skull and bones uh, that, that are left behind. That, that's, if it's uh, from the 50s or the 60s or 70s or 80s, are there any dental records to match it to? Any DNA? Uh, we don't know. But and, Clark yeah, County's I mean, working you, on it right now. There, there's no, is there... A master database of all the dental records in a state? Uh, you know, I don't know um, if it's state by state how they do it. I know long time ago they used to go if it was like a, a missing child. I mean, if, if, if you know that missing child, if you know, if you know, if you know somebody, who it is, if you know somebody's missing, right, you can find specifically their dental records and then match it with uh, the bones. But but if it was in, you know, 1955, yeah. we're probably not going to get those any longer. So. Well, and I mean, all the sketchy people have passed through Las Vegas. Well, all, all yeah, the criminals I mean, this one and gamblers been, and and boats that went down, uh, the people yeah. that were out there, and uh, planes and everything. So, I mean, it, it could be anything. Maybe murder. They're going to look into that as well. The guy in the barrel who was shot. I'm going to go with that one was murder. But but this one, uh, <laughs> nothing gets I mean, by you. Yeah, you call, call me uh, Detective Stone that, here, but I'm going to go with that on on that one. But uh, this yeah. one, they don't know. That's why you're the sharp, award-winning reporter that you are. That, that's right. <laughs> 
right. Uh, well, this might go on every couple of days, I think. Yeah, now. every few days. We may uh, pull on a little Robert Stack here. and going to yeah, be a hot, dry The dumping summer. ground of Vegas. You might have a series worth of cases this summer. <laughs> Somebody call Steve a, Gregory. Sounds like a Saturday is, night show to me. It's like the lowest water levels in, what, decades then, huh? Yeah, because it's been a really long time. stuff from the 70s and 80s. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we, we talked about it last week, but there's a... Uh, ghost town under the water that when they uh, built the hoover dam and they flooded that area that uh, that town has now reappeared the buildings really? are there all of that yeah oh yeah. i'd like to see that yeah i love that stuff yep whole town there now it's uh, it's back <laughs> took 90 years but it's back <laughs> oh that's great that's actually a worth a worth a trip like a weekend trip up to lake mead <laughs> look and look what's for a body while you're out yeah. there yeah take some bones home all right, Alex, thank you. All right, bye, guys. All right. All right, Alex Stone covering the latest from Lake Mead. More human remains have been found because the water levels are so low. Things that were dumped, I got to put you in cement shoes. Know what they used to say? Cement shoes? Cement so shoes, can... yeah, it's the, it's the uh, mob method. It's the mob method. Or <laughs> That's the, really what they, they did. They did, or they just tie an anchor around your neck, or they would. Yeah, or they they pour like a cement mold around your uh, your feet, and then uh, just drop you in the uh, Hudson River, uh, back east. Yeah, I see. You found this story from back east: a spunky dog who ran away over a week ago was found safe after sending rescuers on a multi-state hunt that started in the East River and ended at a Home Depot in New Jersey. This is a, a seven-month-old German Shepherd Akita mix named Bailey, who broke out of the owner's yard and jumped into the East River. <laughs> this sounds like that poor dog that oh, was stuck yeah. in the LA River a few weeks ago. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, then he, he ran through the uh, Brooklyn Battery Tunnel and uh, somehow ended up in New Jersey. I think he started in Brooklyn and ended up in Jersey. Yeah. He was just having a little adventure, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So he got uh, he got sick of his family. Yeah. I mean, one day Deborah's dogs are just oh, going to yeah, look no. around and say, you know, do you want to see her again? I, I, She's coming home in an hour. You want to you know, just make a so break spoiled. for it? Are you kidding? They would never want to leave. <laughs> Your dogs, uh, all the photos you post, it looks like they just lay around. They don't do anything. Well, they do. That's what dogs do, unless you're playing with them or they're out in the yard getting they're exercise just, well, they, or you're walking, then they sleep I mean, a lot. They look like throw rugs in those photos. <laughs> what does your dog do all day, John? Makes a lot of noise. <laughs> he does. Okay. He's on alert. He He's hears on... every dog within a 12-mile radius I and responds. I have four of those in my neighborhood. I hate that. I, well, all you... they do, they hear a dog, and they come charging to the deck or the porch, and he, they just start barking. He, he can hear it through closed doors, closed windows. One of my dogs barks a lot. My new, my newest one. Yeah. Well, every, he every little thing. He probably debark hears her. them all. No, just debark them. That's so debark cruel. them. <laughs> you know, you can debark your dog. No, you don't do that. Why? They wouldn't know. No. They'll just go. Ah, nothing comes out. What would they know? That's cruel. No, my dog's nuts. Well, uh, had yeah. two dogs. They've both been nuts. Gee, that is so not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, your right. household. <laughs> I don't think the dog's nuts. A household made him nuts. Yes. Yeah, it's possible. Oh, poor uh, dog. All right, more coming up. John and Ken can't fight. All right, Rick Caruso is going to be on the show. That's coming up on Thursday at 3 o'clock. If you want to mark it down, he would like to be L.A.'s next mayor. You may have seen his commercials all over the airwaves. <laughs> Hard to miss. Nearly every YouTube video I click on.
I know. One of the El Segundo Times columnists, I think, took shots at him today. Oh, I read that. Nicholas what, Goldberg, did you what, read that? What, a, what an idiot. Yes, I have that actually here. Hold on a second. This was just, I tell you, the columnists at the L.A. Times are just, like, stupid. Here's the oh, here head. If Rick Caruso becomes mayor, will Los Angeles be all dancing fountains and trolley rides? Yeah. That's right. It's going to be all dancing fountains and trolley rides. That's Rick Caruso's plan, to install trolleys and fountains everywhere. What is See, that's the kind of sneering, derisive attitude. Oh, I mean, this I'm, is always the case when a businessman runs. Why don't Because they, these guys are all about don't be the, politicians. Nicholas Goldberg, I don't know what kind of wiener this guy is. I don't know what he's accomplished in life. But what's all with the snark and the sniping over a guy? He served who, 11 years as editor of the editorial page. Well, there you go. And as a former editor of the op-eds page and Sunday opinion section. That's okay. his background. That's the kind of snarky little worm that's and, writing and look how this he column starts now. This. You don't see people at the Grove. You don't see poor people at the Grove. Homeless people don't pitch tents by the fountain. The ground is litter-free. The shoppers seem generally cheerful, affluent, and eager to buy and spend. Families lounge on the grass. There are shopping bags nearby. What he's trying to set up is the fact that that's not L.A. That's Rick Caruso's vision for a beautiful shopping mall, well, but that's not reality. Well, what does he think he's going to do? It's a shopping mall. What's wrong with it? It's an upscale shopping mall. Most up, upscale shopping malls in the whole world are like that. They're designed that way. What are, you, what are you, eight years old? Of course it's that way because all the tenants there are trying to get people to spend a lot of money buying stuff. You have to make the atmosphere pleasant and safe and fun. Otherwise, who's going to shop there? You want to go take a tour of uh, Santa Monica now, the shopping districts, where they had all the uh, the riots and the fires and people oh. felt unsafe? They're not shopping there anymore, and a lot of the stores went out of business. You kind of go down two roads. You make it fun and safe and pleasant. You get customers. You make it dangerous with criminals doing smash and grabs and fires and rioting and protests. Oh, no customers, no business. Idiot. Now, 20 years after the Grove opened, Caruso's emerged from behind the big walls along 3rd Street, saying he wants to run the rest of the city as well. And what's his plan? To do away with crime, corruption, and homelessness and clean up the streets just like he did in his idealized playland? I'm oversimplifying, of course. Caruso would never be foolish enough to suggest that he's actually going to transform he a sprawling, complicated, troubled city like he, L.A. into a land of dancing fountains and trolley rides. He's never said that. That's not his plan. This is a fake, made-up narrative by Nicholas Goldberg because they don't have anything on Caruso. He actually is what he appears. He is that guy, and they don't know what to do. He's, he's lived a clean life. He's an extremely successful businessman, and he has maybe the most popular attraction in all of Southern California. And so they don't know what to do. He's made a lot of money. He employs a ton of people, and millions go to his shopping center, and they have a good time. They like it. It's fun. What, 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 what's, what's, what's to criticize? Goldberg that people enjoy writes, the product? I went to the Grove recently, and even though I wanted to hate it, I did not. But I hate the idea of it. I hate its inauthenticity, its childish theme park mentality, its faux Italian architecture. architecture. Well, of course. But I can't deny everyone I saw was having fun. <laughs> yeah, look at this. He writes this, but he doesn't understand why. The Grove hosted 20 million visitors a year. 
more than the Great Wall of China, more than Disneyland. People stay three hours on average rather than 90 minutes they do at most malls. More than 90% of visitors make a purchase. The hokey green trolley that runs through the complex carries more people per mile than any railroad in the state of California. Well, what, did we, what was the story about the metro train, the gold line that Steve had last hour? Guys sitting in the metro train, and a woman walks up and sets them on fire. I yeah. Mean- so, of course, you're going to get more customers on a trolley in a safe, pleasant, fun environment than in a metro system where people are almost burned to death. Does what he the really hell? Believe- oh, my God. He writes here. Critics have been scathing about the Grove. It's a protected, sanitized development. Yes. It's a particularly successful brand of faux urbanism. <laughs> it's a shopping mall, you moron. It's not I know. meant to I mean, be comparing a, it to, to the city of L.A. I don't think anyone has the fantasy in their I, head I, that we're going to turn the city of L.A. into the Grove. The market has spoken. It gets 20 million visitors. How much does Skid Row get? How many people come to L.A. and say, you know, let's go to Skid Row. You want to go to the Grove or Skid Row? Where would you like to go? What is wrong with him? Are these L.A. Times writers, are they, are they all on, on some kind of horrible drug? Are they smoking meth? Wow. Are they injecting heroin? Only- he, he gives himself away here at the end. I object to a billionaire jumping late into the race and buying support by drastically outspending his rivals. Yeah, because but, but it's not that he's outspending them. It's that he has a message and a reputation of actually accomplishing things. He actually accomplishes things. No. And he's not just a billionaire. He served in, in uh, public office twice already with the, with the police commission. I always go back and to with Richard Reardon, and I know that the 90s was a big economic boom anyway. Those were like the Bill Clinton years, but when Reardon took over as mayor in 1993, things were pretty low in L.A. I remember and, that. By the way— And over the next eight years, it, it felt like things had gotten better for people This place city. is a filthy, disgusting hole filled with insane, drug-addicted homeless people, tons of garbage, criminals all over the place— Everybody feels scared. So who are we supposed to tend turn to? An experienced politician like Eric Garcetti, Mike Bonin, Karen Bass. Karen Bass? Uh, why don't we dig up Viragosa? These people are failures and clowns, most of them. Failures and clowns. Just look outside. I can't stand this kind of thought, this, this writing, this kind of argument. Of course he uh, has been an editorial writer for the L.A. Times. Of course. Think about that whenever you end up wasting any time at all reading their excrement. What a colossal bozo. Honestly, right, enough be, of this. We'll be back on the California high-speed rail Brown doggle. Wow. Uh, when we come back, break, uh, pretty... break, breaking news: the Grove is not reality. Didn't know that. Gavin Newsom is in a big battle with the California Democrats in the state legislature over the remaining four point two billion dollars left from that bond money from the bond that passed in two thousand eight. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Yeah, they apparently uh, traced this pair to a hotel in Indiana. This is the. Oh. Alabama murderer and his uh, jail guard friend, the Whites, Vicki White and Casey Cole White. The monster and the waddler. Yeah, they got a tip from a citizen who thought they saw them near the hotel. So they got to the hotel and then they took off in a black Ford F-150. There was a police chase. There was a crash. 
and they were taken into custody. And as we heard, looks like Vicky shot herself. They cannot confirm her condition from the latest report that we have here, but I guess she was too depressed to want to go on as a captured. Uh, she'd be a very disgraced prison guard. Well, right? she'd be in prison. That's that's a load of felonies she committed. Maybe her own prison. Yeah, she, the guy escaped from. She, she might. She might. Uh, she's fifty six. Might be prison for life. Yeah. So maybe she just thought then yeah, better that's just it. Uh, smoke the pistol. They kept saying he might go out by suicide by cop, but it's like she shot herself, and well, we don't know. He's he, he's done for life now too. If he wasn't already. Um, Cal Matters has a story by Ralph Vardabedian. Ralph Vardabedian was an El Segundo Times reporter whose specialty was California high-speed rail. I wonder if he's been let go because he's now writing for Cal Matters, and this is not credited to the El Segundo Times. Or did he flee? Or did he flee? Uh, he was the last old-school generous j journalist at the L.A. Times, the last one. There was nobody else I noticed who did the kind of work he did. And this was his beat, and he did very good stories. Yes. Um, let's call them objective. That's what they were on the high-speed rail. But often he got a hold of internal documents showing the shenanigans they were up to there at the high-speed rail authority. So his latest story is that Newsom is battling with California Democrats in the legislature over the last $4.2 billion that's left in the $10 billion bond. Uh, it says here the feud has festered for 16 months since Governor Newsom asked the legislature for a $4.2 billion appropriation in early 2021. The request has triggered a standoff with Assembly Democrats who have refused to hand over the last remaining funds from the 2008 bond measure yeah, for high-speed rail. This is the last chunk of money that we authorized them to borrow. So they spent like 60% of the bond money then. Yes. Yeah. And so there's $4 billion left to borrow. Billion from the feds. Right. And, and so Newsom wants to borrow it and spend it on this monstrosity, this, right. this black hole that has already sucked billions of dollars of tax money out of us. And the legislature, the Democratic legislature, the 70% Democratic legislature, the most extreme liberal legislature in the country has said enough with high-speed rail spending. You gotta, you gotta let that sink in. Yeah. You have to in California, where they have a sixty-eight billion dollar surplus. So there's no shortage of money, and they can't use this money on anything else. If they don't borrow it and spend it, it doesn't go anywhere. It just sits there as a possibility. They have the authorization to borrow it. Uh, Speaker uh, Anthony Rendon. The Los Angeles Democrat is quoted as saying, there's no confidence in the project. We had an end date of 2020. Now we don't have an end date. Can you imagine that? It was supposed to be completely built two years ago. It was supposed to be built from Sacramento to San Diego. Wow. This is like the biggest failure in human history. This is, <laughs> this is the worst, most corrupt, incompetent project ever created by human beings. They have spent $10.3 billion. Do you see any evidence of that? No. But that's only 10% of what they want to spend, $105 billion. That is an old estimate. Can you imagine what it's going to cost now with all this inflation? 
Remember, originally with, it was thirty-three billion with the supply chain. Yeah, it's already more than tripled that they'll admit to. And then you have all these supply chain issues, all this inflation. I mean, construction materials uh, for housing are, are are going stratospheric. There's no telling what this would actually cost in the real world, especially since this wouldn't be completed maybe in the t- till the twenty thirties. 2040s? The legislature has not given up on rail. They just want to use this money for local rail projects. They don't want any more to go down the sinkhole that is California high-speed rail, but they do want the money, the $4 billion, to go to rail projects where they live. Because they want something useful that people would actually take. I mean, if you're going to spend the money, like I said, they have to spend it on rail projects, right? Yeah. They, they They can't spend it on anything else. So why not spend it in L.A. and San Francisco and upgrade the systems here? Although the systems here nobody uses because there's insane homeless people setting uh, the other customers on fire. The rail authority's need for the $4.2 billion is not immediately clear. The rail authority has about a billion and a half in cash on hand meaning it can keep the project going for at least another year. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And just wasted. Yeah. Remember they did an audit an audit some years ago and they found out that the construction companies had no records of what they did with the money. They were given lots millions and billions of dollars. And, I heard it all goes to consultants. Yeah, politically connected consultants. Consultants but they, have really ripped off the entire rail money. They didn't have in, invoices and receipts. And the auditors just had to shrug because it's as if the money never existed. It was, it was borrowed. It was spent. There's no record of what it was spent on and who got it. It's right. just up in the ether somewhere. Wow. What criminals. The assembly plan would delay installation of a high-voltage electrical system until the Central Valley track connects somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that was the plan. Well, they wanted gonna, to connect the Central Valley segment to Silicon Valley, but they have to. They're going to quite there. If they follow through, they're going to end up with an isolated track that goes nowhere to nowhere. It's not going to be connected to anything useful to any major city. Bakersfield to Merced, isn't it? Is that what they're building? It's like it's like outside of Bakersfield to outside of Merced. Merced. It's and like then to Wasco. Get to Silicon Valley, you have to connect to another train line. It's actually Wasco to Madera. Well, whatever it is, it's not going to be used. No, nobody nobody does this. And there's no market there anyway. Nobody, nobody's going Bakersfield to Merced. The whole thing is a big, gigantic joke. Oh, no. They believe once it's running and people see it, the rest of the world will invest in the rest of the, uh, yeah, the, the well, rail line. I, I, think, I think what they believe is that they personally are going to get rich stealing this money, which it's was, a, I think, was the purpose 119 miles is all they're trying to build. It was supposed to be completed by 2017. This is just the Central Valley segment. That now, was supposed to be done five years ago. Now it might be done. And, and that's Jeff every- Denham said there's virtually there's virtually nothing happening in the Central Valley. No, they, Jeff they, Denham they, is a former chair of the House Rail Subcommittee, the Republican almond farmer who voted for the project when he was in the legislature, but is now a big critic. Equipment, he says, has been moved out. So they're moving the equipment out. Yes, yeah, as construction is significantly slowed. Said three officials who asked not to be identified. See, this is the stuff that Ralph Bardabedian gets, which is funny. See, two years ago. Because they're not authorized under state contracts to speak to the news media. Two years ago. They said that the state schedule for completion of the 119 miles by December of 2023 is impossible. A Mm -hmm. more likely outcome, 2026 to 2030. 
Again, this is just 119 miles right. of the Central Valley. Right. So we're all going to be dead. That'll put us 22 years after the bond measure passed. Yeah. By, by time this, this, by time you have L.A. to San Francisco, it probably is never happening. But if it does happen, it'll be after we're all long dead. Wow. Yeah. You know, a, and a big is, problem is utility relocations far behind schedule. Why doesn't Why isn't Newsom held responsible for this? And he's still pushing to spend the last four billion dollars. He I, is. Yeah. I mean, what kind of what kind of idiot is he? He's fighting with his own party. He's fighting with with uh, with like a hundred diehard left wing progressives who who spend hundreds of billions of dollars every year, and they won't spend the last four billion. And he wants them to. I mean, I just I just can't get over the the chief executive. This this uh, nut job Brian Kelly, two years ago, had said. Construction would reach full speed by now and employ up to 2,000 workers. In his April report, employment was reported at 906. <laughs> and that was before the COVID pandemic. That, that's just that's just ridiculous. I, 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 I don't understand. They, they should pull the plug on this, not spend another dollar. All right, we got I, more coming up. And, and Newsom, Newsom ought to be... Do they have impeachment in California? See, in a, in a just, <laughs> rational world, he ought to be forced to resign over this. This is a lot of money that we had to work to earn. John and Ken KFI. All right, coming up at the 5 o'clock hour, we go back in time only six years ago, but Jerry Brown was governor, speaking of the Brown doggle, California high-speed rail. But this is about Prop 57. We'll take a closer look at this disaster of a ballot measure which passed easily by the voters who really didn't understand it or cared. They just fell for the advertising. It uh, involves the release of violent inmates, which people were told was not going to happen. That'll come up after the news at 5 o'clock. And we knew it then. We told you that. We had several mm -hmm. DAs on that said we've examined but, the document and it's missing some important categories of violent inmates, but they don't care. So. And, and lying works. And uh, there's something in there really, really pissed me off because they quoted one of these stupid political ex experts. Yeah. And we'll get into that. All right, we now know the names of all three Americans who died at this upscale resort in the Bahamas, the Bahamas Sandals Resort. Uh, their deaths were described and are still described as mysterious pending autopsies. It is a couple from Tennessee, Michael Phillips, age 68, his wife, Robbie, age 65. Turns out they're travel agents who gushed about the Sandals Resort in the Bahamas, mm. and now they're dead. The story is they complained to hotel staff they were not feeling well. Uh, late last week, they sought treatment, but they went back to the hotel to described as a villa, and they were found, sorry, John, unresponsive. Unresponsive, which is the new, new euphemism for dead, or almost dead. Yes, uh... There is a lot of speculation right now as to what happened. Uh, one report says they some sort of toxic air conditioning substance may have felled them. It's not clear. Uh, I was reminded, remember the Legionnaire's disease story out of Philadelphia from years ago? I was reminded of that. Oh, yeah, that was a bacteria in the air conditioning system. Um, yeah. yeah, it came out of the, the water that cooled the system. Right. And uh, it, was a, it was this particular bacteria that everybody inhaled. Yeah. 
the couple would book honeymoons, destination weddings, and vacations for their clients mm. at a number of Sandals resorts, including guess, the Bahamas, which they were particularly fond of. I guess this would be a zero-star review. This will not go well for the resort. I I thought I'd seen commercials for them. I, there's commercials that come on oh, TV the, for vacationing in the Bahamas, and I thought I saw their name. There's a lot for that chain. They're all yeah. over the place. They're, they're all, all over the, the yeah. They're in all the resort it's areas. A beautiful picture when you see it from above and the the pool Man. right there near the ocean, and it looks like quite the resort. Well, they got they got to figure out like what exactly this was. I mean, was it was it some kind of you know carbon monoxide situation? Yeah. Why just three people? If the whole resort was yeah, because the Legionnaires' somehow. disease in that Philly hotel that that uh, affected no a lot of dozens and dozens of people. Yeah, this yeah. might be something different. Um, a Florida man was the third victim, Vincent Chiarella. He's sixty-four years old. He was found in a separate villa at the resort on Friday, and, also and unresponsive. The, and the wife of one of the guys uh, was paralyzed. Yes, yeah, she's in serious condition. I found to be peculiar Donis. peculiar symptoms. Like it wasn't it wasn't like a breathing issue. It wasn't um, like a, a bacteria infection issue. It was a paralysis issue. Oh, is that what they their symptoms were? Well, I had heard uh, they just uh, didn't feel well. And that well, they may have been nauseous. The, the, the surviving wife was was paralyzed. She couldn't move. Oh wow! And I also saw one of the stories had a lengthy explanation of what freon poisoning is. Freon is the chemical that provides the refrigerant. In air conditioning, and, right. and I don't know if they're suspecting that uh, officially or not. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the wife was unable to move in bed. Her limbs were swollen. The couple's son has spoken. This is the Florida couple that you just mentioned. The woman yeah. survived, but she couldn't move. Yeah, and the son talked to the media, said he got a call from the U.S. Embassy on Friday night, was able to speak to his mother the following day about the trip. Well, she, she told him she was treated for her illness Thursday at the clinic. She thought, but she thought she was all right once she was released. Right, because she was. She woke up to find she couldn't move. Yeah, she wasn't when she went and to the, the clinic. The husband was lying on the floor. She wasn't breathing the bad air anymore, right? Right. So things started clearing up, and then she went back in, and all the symptoms came back and worse. So it was something, some I think some chemical in the air or something like carbon monoxide. But it had to be an element in the air more than more than a bacteria, I think. Yeah. Uh, the State Department is closely monitoring the uh, investigation. He says his mother's legs and arms were swollen. She couldn't move. She screamed to get someone to come to the door and help them. She's now in a Miami hospital being treated. So, uh, yeah, uh, just some sort of toxic substance yeah. found its way into their room because... They got treated and they came back. Yeah, one hotel guest speculated that an air conditioner may have been the culprit. Yeah, they got, well, this, uh, I don't know what, I guess One guest wrote, mail. every time the AC came on, I woke up. They thought there was something wrong with the whole system. The Daily Mail goes through an extensive uh, explanation of the Freon. Uh, it's a coolant, moderately toxic, tasteless, odorless, and can prove deadly if inhaled over a prolonged period of time. But I think that's just their wild guess. There's no evidence that they're that they're presenting here that it's the Freon. Right. But there's got to be a limited number of possibilities. All right. Coming up next, it was the year 2016. Jerry Brown was governor. A lot of people got duped by Proposition 57. Yes, violent inmates are being released. We'll give you the full explanation next. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. 
Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.